0: Hey out there to all people, and dolls that just don't know when to quit, this is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy who ain't got time for boring ice cream, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland?
1: Oh my gosh, Brandon. I just had ice cream last night, actually. It was very delicious, so. Did you? Dude, I'm the kind of guy, I'm like, I need a really fucking ridiculous ice cream flavor when I go get
0: my ice creams. No vanilla for you? No,
1: I hate, I actively don't want vanilla. I want, it, at minimum, chocolate, but I need it to have shit in it. Like Oreos and fucking <laughs> syrup and all sorts of
0: shit. I, I like to keep it simple. That's because you're boring. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'll have one flavor of ice cream and maybe one thing on it. After that, it's like, okay, it's one, too much. Yeah. All these flavors clashing, no thanks. I like it when the flavors clash in, me in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to party in there? That's okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah, I, I am a very my my son likes to get vanilla ice cream, and I'm just like expand your mind, son. You know, <laughs>
0: there's a whole world out there. There's man.
1: so many different ice cream. You could literally so there's a, a ice cream place that's kind of near my house, and they advertised that they had asparagus ice cream, and so we went there and they, they advertised that they did. They're, They're not trying it. to hide it. No, they they advertised it on Facebook, right? And um. Kim was like, I kind of want to try it, which is really weird for Kim because she doesn't like to try weird things. So we go in there and she tries it and she's like, yeah, that's asparagus. And then she got like vanilla or
0: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had asparagus. So you haven't. Um, no, but I would still be like, I don't want asparagus ice cream, even though I might love asparagus. I don't know.
1: It's not bad. One know the weirdest shit about asparagus, though. Sure, it makes your pee smell weird when you eat it.
0: Oh, okay,
1: really, really weird. I don't know why, and it's pretty instant too. Like, you eat one stripe of asparagus, and boom, your pee smells weird. (laughs) I don't know why, I don't get it.
0: Well, that's just fun. (laughs) More things should just mess with your body functions like that,
1: yeah, right. I I don't know why. I asked my doctor about it one time, and he was like, I don't know. I was like, okay, all right, cool, (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm paying for it here. (laughs) (laughs) This kind of results, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so Brandon,
0: got the axe. Yeah. What are you? How are you been doing? What are you been doing this week, man? Nah. Uh, see, did I do a single thing this week? Mm-hmm. I I don't think so. No. I don't think I did a single thing.
1: That's okay. I didn't eat ice cream. That sucks. What a waste I, uh, of a week.
0: <laughs> didn't eat asparagus. Like
1: Jesus. What is wrong with you, Brandon? I know.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I will say on uh, stream, I, I completed Resident Evil the remake the remake hd remaster for the computer i beat that on stream the other night that's really cool yeah i played it on super mega baby easy mode though so zombies took like two shots and then they were down and i was like maybe i should up the difficulty but i didn't because i'm a 33 year old man and i don't got time for that shit exactly so i play things on mega super baby easy mode
0: and don't even feel bad about it nope i don't
1: (laughs) people on stream were like hey does this seem easy to you and i was like shut up
0: is this super baby mode?
1: <laughs> I was like, no, of course not. As Jill is just a powerhouse destroying everything in sight with a wink of her eye.
0: <laughs> like, you don't even need keys for these doors. No,
1: no. You have a master unlocking lockpick that unlocks everything. But yeah, that's about my week. Just, uh, just chilling, working a whole bunch, playing video games. and watching fucking Goosebumps.
0: Hell yeah. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah,
1: living the life, if you will.
0: And you know what we're uh, we're talking about today, Cortland?
1: Yes, I think I do. I think I'm prepared this week.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, today, this week, we're talking about Bride of the Dummy.
1: Yeah, Bride of the Dummy. Another fucking. R.L. Stein went back to that well, as you said, uh, a long time ago, and he was like, you know what? We need more Slappy.
0: Yeah. When he can't think of an idea, he's like, how about Slappy again?
1: (laughs) Well, you know what, R.L. Stein, I'm on board. Let's do Uh, it.
0: R.L., he blew up in the last one. Do (laughs) I look like I give a shit? (laughs) Uh, Who was writing the books around here? R.L. (laughs) needs to get paid.
1: (laughs) Slappy's back. He couldn't possibly come back for more after being exploded by lightning. You think I give a fuck, kid? This is my my fucking story, kid.
0: But R.L., he was shot into space. Well, he's back from space. (laughs)
1: He's back, and also he's better than ever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, we're back to that well again.
1: Yeah, you know, I was really looking forward to the the reconstruction moment of Slappy, you know?
0: Because Mm -hmm. he is in
1: the exact same, like, spoilers, he looks exactly the same as he did in the previous parts, kind of. And uh I was looking for like that child's play two moment where they or no, sorry, the child's play three moment where they take yeah. the dead body of Chucky and they like boot up that factory again and make some more Chucky dolls and then all the blood gets in there and uh, that's what I was hoping for. You know, we don't I get think Chucky, of that. Chucky
0: looks cool when he's like stapled together.
1: Yeah, right, right. Like I want that scene where they recreate like the dummy in general and, and you watch like the soul of Slappy gets slapped into it, but Well yeah. No, nah, none of that. It,
0: it should have had a, a Frankenstein moment because this is like a, you know, Bride of Frankenstein kind of parallel. But
1: right, we don't get it. No, nah, we get none of that. In fact, I don't know if I can talk about it anymore because Mary Ellen won't let me. So,
0: oh, okay, sorry. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Thanks, Mary <laughs> Ellen.
0: She said she wants us to wrap it up. <laughs> She's tapping her foot in the corner. <laughs> All right, well, let's just start talking about this. All right. The episode begins on a stormy fake night. Yeah. Jazzy's saxophone starts playing Ooh, as a so homeless gigantic. looking man begins to browse through piles of scrap and useless junk. I
1: have to say, Brandon, you know, I thought that they used fake night because of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but this scene has no children in it. It's just kind of like this, uh, I don't know, 40 year old dude browsing through junk. Why didn't they just film it at night?
0: It's just easier to film during the day.
1: I guess so. I mean, I guess it's good for the crew and stuff, too, but... uh. The kids
0: were just an excuse. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. None of the garbage is really tickling this man's fancy until he finds a suitcase locked with a giant padlock.
1: Well, you know, when you find suitcases locked with giant padlocks, instant, like, oh, there's gonna be goodies in here, you know?
0: Well, yeah. You don't lock up pogs. Well, Unless it's 1998. I don't know. Some people do, I'm sure. Filled with beanie babies. Oh, it's worth okay. That's in someday. Can you
1: imagine like there being a post on Reddit or something of like, oh, I found this locked suitcase. What's going to be inside of it? And everybody's like, open it up. And then they do, and then the picture is of beanie babies. <laughs> that would be the worst. Yeah.
0: Major letdown.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I got to go push my sack of beanie babies away so they don't hear me and come to life and murder me in my sleep. That should be a movie.
0: Murderous Beanie Babies?
1: Yeah, like, everybody's got them. You know, everybody's grandma was like, oh, these are going to be worth so much money. You know? So, everybody's yeah. got... So,
0: everybody's got one in the closet, and then all at once, they all get activated?
1: Yeah, they, like, come to life, and they're like, should have sold me to somebody else. Should have
0: sold make me. that
1: money. <laughs> like, no, please. They just want to
0: make money for their owners?
1: Please, Sharko the Shark board on August 19th, 1998. You're not worth anything. I couldn't even <laughs> give you away. See, that would have been a great movie. It would.
0: (laughs) Well, let's make it. Oh, wait.
1: I'm sorry. I think the shark's name is actually Crunch. (laughs) And he goes munch, 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 if I remember
0: correctly. There was only one shark, Beanie Baby.
1: Probably. I don't know. I'm not buying it. I I could Google it, but I'm not going to. I only had, look, I had a squirrel, I had a shark, and then I had all of the other ones. But besides that, I had none of them.
0: I think I had a bear.
1: (gasps) Oh. Well, there was like six billion bears. So. Yeah.
0: They were like mostly bears. I had a bear.
1: You probably have a, a trophy case of Beanie Babies in your home right now.
0: All right. Moving on. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't want people knowing about my Beanie Babies. They'll come here. <laughs> try to get them.
1: Yeah. I know. Me too, man. This is so much, so right. much money.
0: <laughs> delete this half last half hour of the podcast. <laughs> the man looks around for a second and finds a crowbar to bash that shit open. Yeah. But just as he does... A bolt of lightning comes down from the heavens and explodes the lock. Just the lock. Yes. Yes. Um, specifically, uh, the lock.
1: You know what? Uh, continuity wise, I'm glad it was a bolt of lightning, I guess. Like, maybe Slappy's soul was sucked into, like, the electrical components of a cloud. And, uh, you know, it was, I don't know. No, that doesn't make any fucking sense. The dummy's already there. Never mind. Fuck off. Whatever. <laughs> I think to-
0: God just wanted to finish the job.
1: Yeah. Job, and he know. missed. He missed. He was like, no, it's a lock, my only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the
0: combination.
1: <laughs> Shit. I don't have the key. Well, lightning? lightning? Zeus is just throwing down lightning bolts.
0: Not injured in the slightest, the man opens the suitcase to find our old pal Slappy. Not exploded at all.
1: Yeah, this dude's just like... Huh, lightning just strike. I better touch this lock that it hit specifically because that's not going to be hot or
0: anything. <laughs> no. You're just like, that was weird. Next. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't make a lot of smart decisions. Hmm, that's true. The man sees the dummy and tells himself, Way to go, Jimmy. Another big score. If you say so. Jimmy picks a card up out of the case and reads it.
1: Like everybody Riches. does.
0: Yeah. yeah, of course. It's the all too familiar... Karu, Mari, Odana, Lomo, Malono, Karano, Curse thing. Whatever. Yeah,
1: at least it's, you know, consistently the same.
0: Yeah. Once Slappy hears that shit, he's back in action. Right away.
1: Yeah, we get Slappy immediately. We're about two minutes into the episode. Slappy's up and at him.
0: Well, yeah. You can't get to, like, the fourth <laughs> Living Dummy episode <laughs> and try to, you know,
1: I thought maybe it wasn't going to be a Living Dummy, but this one has got it already. <laughs>
0: From the suitcase, Slappy stands up and says, Hello, Jimmy! What's a nice boy like you doing in a place like this? Ooh, this is a little provocative for Slappy. A touch,
1: yeah. You know, I want to talk about Slappy for a minute here. We uh... Sure, let's
0: talk about Slappy all day, man.
1: I uh I like the Slappy in this version. It's kind of a little bit watered down from Night of Living Dummy Part 2. I don't think that that Slappy's going to be topped at all.
0: You mean in in regards to like
1: sassiness? Yeah, just like the combat Burns, the, the the weird stuff he does to like torment the people. He doesn't do a lot of that in this episode spoilers. Um mm-hmm. but I'm I like the Slappy way better than I did in Night of Living Dummy Part 3 because it's back in Ron Oliver's hands, you know. And um, there's none of that like little kid in a slappy costume. Like, it's all just yeah. the
0: prop. Let's get that out of the way right away. This it's back to like dummy sized slappy yeah. rather than full grown six foot four man <laughs> dressed like dressed like a dummy, which looked terrible. Yeah, yeah. In the last one,
1: it's back to like how it was in in part two. The only problem is that we don't have Hayden Christensen. And, uh, that's a, that's a bummer.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: He just, <laughs> Slappy just, like, fucks up shit, and then we leave that family forever, you know? Because Hayden Christensen is off in his own world being Slappy somewhere else, but yet Slappy's still over <laughs> yeah. here. Eh, whatever. Slappy,
0: Slappy just makes more Slappies. that's all Slappy does. Slappy's
1: reproductive system is odd.
0: Yeah, let's talk more about Slappy reproducing.
1: Okay, let's make a whole podcast about it.
0: Does Slappy fuck?
1: <laughs> all right
0: the moving on right. <laughs> where was i oh yes this part oh yeah the out. beginning <laughs> <laughs> it really it really is only so, like, two sentences in. after jimmy sees the doll get up he's naturally like dude what but the dummy tells him not what who the name's slappy and i'm gonna give you an offer you can't refuse Then he does his classic Slappy laugh, which he does all the time.
1: He's a giggler, yeah. And we
0: fade to a commercial. When we come back, it's daytime. We're outside of a theater, and we see a sign for Slappy and Jimmy, ventriloquist duo extraordinaire.
1: So yeah, some time has passed, I guess, because they've made a bunch of, like, vans and signs, and they have a whole comedy routine already. They've booked gigs. Yeah, We're in a theater that is packed to the gills with children.
0: Yeah, so they must have been doing this for a little while, building up a reputation.
1: Is this Slappy's idea or is it Jimmy's idea? Because it kind of seems more like Jimmy's idea.
0: It seems like it would be something that's more Jimmy's idea, but the nature of their relationship seems like its it was all Slappy. To what end? I have no idea.
1: Slappy's like, hey, you're my slave now. Let's make a show where we entertain children. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever, Slappy, whatever you well, want to do. Well,
0: let's entertain children, but also make fun of them.
1: Oh, yeah, that's all he does. He just So, these kids. I mean,
0: <laughs> roasting kids seems to kind of be all right, yeah, I what mean, keeps if, him going.
1: That's He's born again, and he says, you know what? I need to, I need to fucking talk shit to kids. <laughs> I don't know whatever yep do you slappy i guess
0: <laughs> i guess there's a line don't cross it slappy but you know do what makes you happy he
1: doesn't call anybody of brains though hey um,
0: <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep it clean
1: <laughs> he doesn't call mom a fat cow who can't get into an elevator or whatever so a little bit that of a downgrade
0: <laughs> <laughs> inside the auditorium jimmy and slappy are telling jokes in the oddly smoke-filled room to a decent-sized group of kids. And the kids are eating this shit up.
1: They are. They're eating popcorn as well.
0: There's like one or two adults, I
1: guess. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Jimmy asks Slappy, Well, how about this wonderful audience? What do you think of them? Slappy quits back. This is an audience? Yeesh. For For a minute there, I thought we were working at the zoo. Uh, <laughs> slappy? It's, you know, it's a mid-tier Slappy zing. Sure, yeah. We zoom in on two of the members of the audience, a young boy and a girl. She is cracking up at the jokes, but he's not all that amused. Suddenly, Slappy notices a giant blonde doll taking up an entire seat in the audience. God, can you imagine? Like, this is limited seating. (laughs) They must have paid for an extra ticket for that one.
1: Exactly. Like, there's limited seating here. They're in, like, the middle where they're going to get the best seats in the house. Yeah. And one of them
0: seats. Being
1: taken up by uh, a doll.
0: (laughs) Yes. A doll that's, like, probably blocking the view of the kid (laughs) behind it. It's a big doll. Like, it's got a big head.
1: Uh Uh-huh. It's weird looking.
0: Slappy just stares at the doll for a long time, very intensely, while Jimmy tries his best to continue the show. The audience is, like, silent. Uh After a while, Slappy snaps out of it and continues roasting the audience of young kids. But he still kind of stares in that direction.
1: You do, you do be doing that, yeah.
0: After the show, the boy and girl from before, whose names are Jillian and Harrison, sure. are there with an even younger girl named Katie. I didn't even know the young girl's name. <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even catch that part. Well, she's Katie.
0: Okay. They ask her how she liked the show, and she tells them, meh, it was alright. Harrison is like, just alright. Damn girl, I wasted my whole Saturday on this.
1: Rest in peace, Harrison, Saturday, for sure.
0: You could have done so much more. <laughs> Jillian asks Katie where her doll is, and Katie freaks the fuck out. Oh my god, yeah, she does. She's like, She's gone! Mary Ellen's gone! She was right here beside me, and now she's gone! All right. Where is Mary Ellen? Jillian rolls her eyes and says, You probably just left her in your seat. No, in her seat because she Katie doesn't stop freaking out and continues, "No, you don't understand. Mary Ellen told me if I ever let anything happen to her, she would do something bad to me." Oh god. Okay. Which is like at that point, you take this girl to talk to someone.
1: Yeah, you do. Yep. Instead, the like that's a key thing about this episode is that she's like, "I can't do that. Mary Ellen won't let me." Cuz spoilers like she finds Mary Ellen, whatever. And um, nobody actually takes her seriously by any means, and nobody does anything about it. They're just like, shut up, Katie, okay?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's about this all is we like, get. This is like one step away from like, Mary Ellen told me to smother everyone in their sleep. Right, right. She told me to burn the house down, you know? And yeah. <laughs> nobody
1: does anything about it.
0: They just roll their eyes like, oh, brother. Yeah,
1: they're just like, Katie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Harrison tells her to relax because it's just a dumb doll. But Katie isn't listening. She's already running back inside the theater. Harrison tries to split, and Jillian tells him, I don't think so. You're going to help me find this doll. We're getting our doll. Yes, exactly. After she walks away, he says, This day just keeps getting better and better, don't it?
1: Shut up, Harrison. You have nothing better to do. Why are you even here? Is he Jillian's friend? I don't friend? know. Because he's Why not part of the family. This
0: episode. <laughs>
1: He adds really, truly nothing.
0: I was really trying to figure out what his point is in this whole story.
1: No, there is no point. He doesn't, like, he's completely useless. And we'll find out why later.
0: Yes. Inside, Jillian manages to make her way backstage and just keeps going further down in the basement, even though there's no way in hell the doll ended up down there. And she gets to a part of the building that looks like a damn medieval dungeon.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Classic in, in all theaters.
0: And then she can hear Jimmy arguing with someone, and then Slappy laughing.
1: God, he laughs so much.
0: He laughs like literally at the end of every sentence. It's it's too much, actually. So do so do we though, but whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're funny though. It's not like it's not like <laughs> Slappy where he's like, all right, I get it. See, we like, roast kids too, but we do it in such
1: a funny way, you know.
0: Yeah, we make fun of like their physical appearance and their acting abilities.
1: <laughs> We're the slappies. We're the
0: monsters the whole time. Oh my god. Look in the mirror. We're the slappies. <laughs> that'd be dope. Yeah,
1: be I would dope. make somebody create a theater that I could run for a minute to entertain children.
0: <laughs> Jillian peeks through a keyhole into Jimmy's dressing room. Classic. Inside, he's arguing with the doll, saying... This partnership is meant to be 50-50. I'm sick of being treated like your slave. And Slappy responds, But you are my slave. And you aren't ever going to be anything but. Why so let me give you some advice, partner. When old Slappy tells you to do something, you better do you it. Do
1: it. Um, <laughs> why does he want slaves so bad? This is his third chance at having slaves. That I just Yeah,
0: that's kind of his thing. He wants slaves. I don't
1: know, man. The slaves have thus far done nothing for him. Like they, he, he put on what a does show. He need
0: uh, I don't this? Know. This is like his big plan to come up with this show.
1: Makes just no hire sense.
0: people, Slappy. <laughs> Be nice,
1: Slappy. Just get hire some a cast crew. and crew. Is it for the money? <laughs> you're you're really enslaving the wrong people if you're looking for money, right? Children don't, don't have know. money. <laughs>
0: this plan just seems kind of. It's not. It's not why, Slappy. Go to business school. For real. There are better ways to handle this. Jillian leads harder on the door, and then the door opens and she spills into the room. She stutters out an apology and tries to excuse herself. Slappy pretends like he's just a normal, non-living dummy. Uh Jimmy asks her how she liked the show. He tells her he's trying out this new thing where he and Slappy argue, and then he put a remote control motor in Slappy, it's just yeah. like a long-winded way to explain all the shit she just saw. I don't understand why he's not like, oh my god, this dummy's alive.
1: Help me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm a slave. Please help.
1: He <laughs> has nothing to lose. Like, <laughs> Really? What? I don't Whatever.
0: I do got to point out that there's a poster in this dressing room yeah. for Amazo, the magician. <gasps> yeah, you're right. There from is. Bad Hair Day. I love that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is a reference, but it's also probably just like they had the prop there. It's really
1: cool. Yeah, except Amazo's a bunny, and he's uh, being controlled by a nerd in a flamenco outfit, but whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jillian introduces herself, and Jimmy asks her how her name is spelled, because he's going to write her an autograph.
1: Yeah, obviously it starts with a G. It's Gillian, in fact.
0: (laughs) Yes. It starts with a T, but it's silent. (laughs) She tells him, no, 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 I don't want that trash. I actually came down here to find my sister who lost her doll. Mm -hmm. Jimmy looks kind of hurt, but he tells her that no one has come down here in the dungeon. Jillian is not really listening because she's eyeballing Slappy suspiciously. And she says, hey, wasn't he sitting different before? Uh... Just not really something you'd notice if you weren't Mm -hmm. expecting a doll to be alive.
1: No, if you were looking for your sister and her doll, you probably wouldn't really... (laughs) Um, yeah. But also he did say like Oh it's got radio controls in it So like if it moved it's not that big of a deal Right?
0: No Okay. okay. Jimmy tells her to forget all that And uh, he asks her for her contact info And if the cleaners find the doll Then uh, he'll let her know Okay sure Which you know like she's looking for the doll But she's really looking for her sister Right? Yeah Yep. <laughs> so Jillian makes her way back upstairs With a fresh autograph to boot and she finds Harrison and Katie sitting on a bench waiting for her. Harry tells her that Katie was just wandering around. Katie corrects him that she wasn't wandering. Mary Ellen wanted to meet Slappy, and they got lost. Yeah. She's very, like, troubled about it, too. Like, this is... She does a good
1: job of portraying, like, I can't do anything, and this is all Mary Ellen. And everybody is just like, shut up, Katie.
0: Yeah. She's, like, emotionally abused by this doll, and everyone's just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this shit again (laughs) she's a victim and uh yeah they kind of just ignore her jillian argues with her a bit because she thinks katie is just making it all up and then they leave but not before jillian crumples up that autograph she got and throws it in the trash where it belongs yes we hard cut to another basement and a man is cutting wood with a table saw jillian comes down and tells him dad dinner's ready takes a couple of times because that shit is loud But he stops and says, Just one more birdhouse, and I beat the world record. Nice, okay. We see a wall filled with like 30 identical yellow birdhouses.
1: I don't think that's the world record, but that's fine.
0: No, a world record, it'd be like a lot of birdhouses.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's factories that have produced more
0: birdhouses than you, Dad. Yeah, you idiot. (laughs) Wasting your life. (laughs) And like all of this stuff, the birdhouse thing doesn't come up again.
1: No, um... So, like spoilers late in the episode, I was like, oh, this is a setup for Slappy to destroy those birdhouses, right? That was that's what classic Slappy would do. He mm-hmm. would torment this family, take away everything they love.
0: Yeah. Anytime anyone is like very proud of something, you just know Slappy's gonna ruin it.
1: But he doesn't do that in this episode. So if you're looking for like him to have some hijinks in the in the house, he really doesn't.
0: I'll handle this, Cortland. What Cortland is trying to say. Is that he wishes this was a two-parter episode oh, where Slappy just destroys things for half an hour, you know and what? Then laughs Brandon? for another half an hour.
1: Here's the thing: I think that Night of the Living Dummy Two is like one of the perfect episodes that is very well, well-paced, and mm-hmm. we get all of that in return Night of the Living Dummy Two. Night of the Living Dummy Three, on the other hand, was a two-parter. Kind of it shouldn't have been, you know? A lot of boring things in that episode. Glad this one's a, a one-parter, but they still could have fit in a little bit more of that slappy hijinks that I, I come to love and expect, you know?
0: Yeah. They kind of only did one thing, and it's, like, not really hijinks. Nah. The doorbell rings, and the whole family gathers at the door to find a giant suitcase special delivered to Jillian. Dad is like, amazing. Let's open it.
1: Uh, yeah, he's like, it's probably a birdhouse. <laughs>
0: Jillian looks like she's gonna cry or something and dad is like yo Jills what's wrong you don't want to open it? Jillian gives in to peer pressure and they open the suitcase which of course has Slappy laying down peacefully inside. There's a letter addressed to her it says dear Jillian after meeting you today I decided you were the right person to take care of Slappy. I'm starting a new act without him. So give him a good home.
1: All right, okay. So he's not a slave anymore. Boom.
0: No, I guess uh, it turns out you can just give him away. <laughs> wow. Just I wish give the kids were that a couple that of easy. episodes
1: ago. Boom, done.
0: <laughs> Jillian takes Slappy into the basement and is startled by Katie and Mary Ellen just standing there menacingly. Mm-hmm. Pretty creepy. Katie tells Jillian that Mary Ellen is mad at her. Jillian's like, "Ooh, I'm so scared," but Katie continues that Mary Ellen demands that Slappy sleep upstairs in their room with them. Jillian tells her, How about you tell Mary Ellen that Jillian thinks Slappy is creepy, so Slappy oh lives down here. <laughs> she goes to set Slappy down on a dirty workbench, but Slappy starts chomping on her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see,
1: Jillian's dumb and accidentally put her fingers near the mouth. Right. And then... <laughs> you she, dummy. S- Slappy
0: just... hum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was a dummy num nuns. Oh, my God. I love it. G- Jillian tries to shake him off and slams Slappy's face on the edge of the table repeatedly until he shakes loose.
1: <laughs> All the while, she's like, Katie, help me. And, and Katie's like, nah, <laughs> yeah. Mary Ellen tells me
0: no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a great way to just get out of things you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Mom's like, hey, make your bed. And- <laughs> Katie, do the dishes.
1: <laughs> Man. Can't. Mary Ellen says, nah. Like, oh, all right. I guess. I guess I'm doing them now.
0: <laughs> Katie, go to bed. Mary Ellen says she wants me to stay up to watch Conan.
1: <laughs> Mary Ellen says there's a dope episode of Goosebumps on, and I have to pick a rain check.
0: <laughs> Mary Ellen said that.
1: <laughs> she did. She always says that shit. She's
0: a goof. Jillian throws Slappy on a pile of dirty clothes and kicks him, telling Katie, You and Mary Ellen were a big help. Nice. Katie just responds, Slappy isn't happy. And then leans closer to her doll and says, Mary Ellen says Slappy wants to sleep upstairs. Jillian tells her, Well, you know what, Katie? Mary Ellen talks too much. Lava. She takes Katie's hand, and they go upstairs. And the second they're gone, Slappy starts to sit up. <gasps> Wasn't radio controlled to anything. It was Slappy all the whole time. Oh my god, the magic was inside the evil doll all along. He's tasted human flesh. He wants more. <laughs> Fingers. Need more fingers. (laughs) Hands. Hands. Perfect. Later that night, we see in the basement that Slappy is gone. Then we see upstairs, from a first-person perspective, low to the ground, and somebody is tip-tip-tapping his way around the house. The dog sees and starts barking, which wakes up Jillian, who just tells the dog to shut up.
1: She says to herself, because the dog is downstairs, she's just like, Shut up, Kevin, and then goes back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. Slappy makes his way into the girls' room and stands next to Jillian's bed before it cuts to morning. Okay, cool. Katie wakes up in her bed and starts to walk out of the room before she sees Slappy sitting on a dresser and screams. Written in lipstick on a mirror next to him, it says, I want my bride. I'm getting my dugout. I thought that so many times during this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that about, I I think about that all the time, so, yeah. Hey there everybody, Cortland here, your good buddy, your favorite talking doll. Thank you so much for joining us today, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we've got here, we're just so thankful for you spending some time with us. You can help support our show and get instant access to a bunch of great content over on Patreon. That's patreoncom private island. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll get instant access to early release episodes the moment that I've finished editing. Higher tiers get more stuff like t shirts, stickers, additional bonus content, and more. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons The Bronze Beth Tristan, Redemption, Eddie, Venice Witch, and Lyle. The Silver goth Steven, Shane, Matt, Geraldine, Aaron, Brittany, Kyle, and Lindsay. The Golden dayday Sarah, Matt, Faith, Derek, Angela, Christy, and our newest patron, Shelly. And the Platinum Bostics: Kathy, Fair, and Bryce, and Brian. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. If you're looking for us on social media, look up at PRVT Island on Twitter or at Up All Night Podcast on Instagram. We did get our name changed over there. We post tons of content for every single episode, so I hope you take a look and you enjoy what we got. For all the links, check out the episode description. You can always connect with me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash privateislandsea. I play a variety of games, but they're mostly horror related, so I hope you come and hang out with me. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this themed dating start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. Thanks again for stopping by, you guys. Always appreciate when you hang out with us and listen to what we got going on. It means the world to us. For now, I'll let you get back to the episode, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.
0: Jillian wakes up and then is also spooked. Slappy's voice reads out the note. In case any kids out there can't read yet, I want my bride. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Slappy. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Later on, Katie is trying to insist that it wasn't her who put the message up there. Jillian rolls her eyes and is like, yeah, sure, it was a Mary Ellen. Katie listens to the doll for a bit and then says, no, Mary Ellen says it wasn't her. She says Slappy wanted to come upstairs. Jillian flips out, <gasps> yelling,
1: Mary Ellen says this, Slappy wants that. I feel like I'm living in a psycho toy store. What are you going to do now? I'm not wrong, are you? Fine. Yeah,
0: sure. They're psycho toys. Boom. Psycho
1: Toys. Alternate episode. say.
0: Jillian walks over to Slappy and says she's going to return him to Jimmy. Katie warns that Mary Ellen says she wants Slappy to stay because she likes him. Mom calls from outside the room, and both girls go to see what's the hubba. Mom is holding a jewelry box and asks which one of the girls got into her shit. Mm -hmm. Both of them deny it, and she says, Oh, so what happened then? My wedding ring just decided to get up and walk away. All right, she doesn't say on. it that sassy, but uh, yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. better if she did. Mom would be
1: a much better character if she was sassy, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. So, wedding rings in a jewelry box. Do you you wear your wedding ring all the time, right? Yeah, don't take it off. I, I don't either. And uh, I, Rebecca wears her wedding ring, like Kim wears hers all the time. What? Why would you put your wedding ring in a box every night? Or just not wear it in general?
0: Um, I don't want to generalize, but I think uh, I think mom and dad have issues.
1: Oh, okay, all right. I mean, like, I don't see the issues that, like, uh, the mom and dad from Night Living Dummy Part 3 have where she accidentally married, like, a loser. I mean, I guess he <laughs> kind of is, too. He just sits there and makes bird he houses birdhouses. He builds
0: birdhouses.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. I'd be, I would be embarrassed, too. I'm on mom's side, I guess. Yeah. Like, if I was going out in public, if I was going to my aerobics class, I would be like, I gotta make sure this ring is off so that I get all the
0: looks. Yeah. So, uh is trouble trouble in the the household here in the zenman household yeah the zenmans mom doesn't have time for any more of this nonsense because she has an aerobics class and she tells the girls that ring better be found by the time she gets back and by the way she says she's going to be gone all day
1: aerobics is a very important thing okay mom takes her step aerobics very seriously um, she just leaves these two girls home alone so that she can go get
0: hers. Okay. I don't think she's going to aerobics, Cortland. I mean, that's kind she of says she goes on. to aerobics, so she has an excuse for why she comes home sweaty and tired. <laughs> oh my God. That aerobics just wore me out today.
1: That aerobics. And dad's like, You smell like sex. And she, oh, this is just aerobics. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't think about it too much. Why are
0: you wearing your re- wedding ring? <laughs> oh, the aerobics. Are just, I didn't, it would have fallen off.
1: I got so sweaty. I didn't want to <laughs> whip my hand doing the jazzercise movements. That ring would have been gone. Yeah. There you go, Mom. Orwell Stein deleting. puts yeah. a, lot of, <laughs> a
0: lot of subtext into <laughs> <of> the stories. <laughs> we got to figure it out, Mom. <laughs> We're on to you. (laughs) Mom casually mentions that she hasn't seen the dog either. Oh, okay. Then she leaves. Katie turns to her sister and says, Guess we're not getting rid of Slappy after all. And Jillian tells her, Guess again. That's what you fucking think, Katie. Later that day, Jillian arrives at what looks like an abandoned warehouse. Oh, okay. And behind her, there's some graffiti that says, Don't worry, be happy. But (laughs) there's an S.L., Scribbled over the H on Happy So it says, don't worry, be Slappy So
1: dumb, but I love it (laughs) That's
0: just the kind of Great details Slappy actively
1: went and did that (laughs) That's what he does with the gift of life
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah (laughs) He should make a
1: podcast uh, Where you roast children, but nope He says, I gotta do some of this Graffiti stuff, I seen it in Jet Grind Radio
0: Great game So good
1: I mentioned it to somebody the other day, and they were like, "Huh, what's that?" And I was like, "Oh, you need to play it. It's a good game." Yeah, I want
0: to play Jet Set Radio Future again. Oh, me too. Such a good game. They need to make another one. I don't know why they so really I didn't do make another one. Just like most games, where they don't make sequels, uh, someone's making like a Jet Grind Radio spiritual successor kind of thing that looks pretty cool.
1: I would play the fuck out of that. As long as it doesn't have a time limit on my missions, I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. Jess radio feature really, like, fixed all of the things that weren't good about Checker on Radio. She calls out for Jimmy, and a light flashes on suddenly. Jillian sees a bunch of dull body parts and screams.
1: As you would, yes.
0: Jimmy walks out in his robe and tells her that these are all of Slappy's rivals, and that Slappy destroyed them all. I think some of those pieces are Rockies.
1: I think so, too, From yeah.
0: the last one. Yeah. Jillian is like, Hold up. You telling me a dummy did all this? And Jimmy tells her, Oh, he's no dummy. He's pure evil. Did you see the graffiti? (laughs) Did you see the children's performance? (laughs) Only an instrument of pure evil (laughs) evil would raise money for the children's (laughs) hospital. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Jillian asked, Well, can't you just destroy him? But Jimmy tells her, "You can't destroy the evil in that dummy." How would he know Jillian, that? Sh- yeah, he doesn't know shit. He's just <laughs> a slave. Jillian shouts, "So you send him to me?" Which is a great question.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's explain. Jimmy this one, tries Jimmy. to defend
0: his actions by blaming it all on Slappy, forcing him to do it. All right, fair enough.
1: <laughs> he is beautiful.
0: <laughs> then Jimmy notices Slappy's suitcase lying on the ground and yells, "Get that thing out of here now!" Jillian ain't putting up with shit and she tells him, look, I just spent half my babysitting money getting here in a cab and I'm not leaving until you take this back. She opens the suitcase and out pops her damn dog.
1: Yeah, she didn't know that the dog was in there. That dog no. would have been like, help, I'm fucking suffocating,
0: you know, like. Yeah, the dog didn't dorm. bark, 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 or move. It would be like, bark, 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 <laughs> bark,
1: bark, bark. Seriously.
0: None that of that. The most well-behaved dog. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen this bunch of a well-behaved dog since Comet from uh, Full House.
0: Mm. An amazing dog,
1: except for it's when okay. he ran away. Oh, that was a bummer episode. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted love, though. Sometimes when you're in a full house full of people, it's the hardest place to find that love. You know, you gotta run away <laughs> or fall off the horse.
0: Yeah, there's maybe like two people out there who understand the references we're making here. <laughs> <laughs> It's Full House. Everybody watched it. It got a reboot series. Both Jillian and Jimmy scream. And she goes, wait, if Kevin is here, then that means Slappy is. And we cut back home. Harrison and Katie are watching a scary movie, which is actually just old Goosebumps footage, but in black and white.
1: Yeah. So what episodes do we see here? Because there's multiple. We see Scarecrow walks at midnight for a second. Mm hmm. And then it cuts over to Werewolf of Fever Swamp? Yep. Okay.
0: And we've also got Camp Nightmare in there because they just cannot get enough of reusing that Camp Nightmare footage. It's just so good. It cost them so much money. The phone rings and Katie answers it. Jillian tells her to get out of the house and that Slappy is evil.
1: I will say before that though Harrison is there too for some reason and he's eating pizza And Katie's all like, is this scary? And Harrison's like, I just ate so much fucking pizza, I have to go shit. Yeah,
0: yes. So Harrison gets up and leaves. Yeah, he's out. He's out the picture now, kind of. Jillian's on the phone, but Katie isn't on the other end of the line anymore. And we hear Slappy say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And I want my bride. And also... (laughs) In addition an addendum to the last <laughs> notes postscript we cut to the bathroom and harrison It literally says in my lo- notes louis harrison <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's talk about harrison for a second here he
1: does look a bit like louis anderson as a child
0: <laughs> yeah L- like life with louis was one of my favorite shows growing so up so
1: good yeah came on right yeah. after goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know this if This kid did or could have not. played him
0: pretty well. Like a live action version of the story of young Louis Anderson. If mm. we had a time machine and we could talk to Louis Anderson
1: again. Again, like yes. we talked to him before.
0: Harrison is sitting in front of the mirror in the bathroom asking himself, Why did you eat so much?
1: <laughs> I, I ask myself that every day. <laughs>
0: Been there, Harrison. (laughs) The door slams shut behind him, and we see Slappy's puppet hand locking it with an old-fashioned key. Then, back out in the living room, Katie is looking for Harrison, but the room's empty. Lightning flashes, and we see Slappy at a power box, and he flips a big lever, and the power shuts off, and Katie screams. (gasps) She hears Harrison banging on the bathroom door. She goes to check on him. He tells her to open the door, but she says she doesn't have the key. God. He tells her, We'll
1: go find it!
0: I love that line. Go find he, it! He says it so sassily. It's his shining moment. It's it's very Louis Anderson.
1: <laughs> Arnold Stein was around the director's chair, being like, uh, Do it again, but more Louis. <laughs> more Louis <laughs> Anderson. Give me,
0: give me like 35% more Louis.
1: That would have been Ron Oliver.
0: Slappy starts laughing in the background, and Katie instantly thinks of Mary Ellen. She runs to her doll and asks her where Slappy is. But she doesn't need to wait for an answer because tiny puppet footsteps start coming down the hallway. Katie slams the bedroom door shut, and then someone immediately tries to get in. Katie struggles for a bit before the door opens, and we see that it is just Jillian.
1: Yeah, she fucking teleported.
0: Yeah. She made it home pretty quickly, but, but she also, when she tried to open that door, it took her a little while, so she could barely overpower this seven-year-old. <laughs> She's uh, like, yes. eh,
1: "Let me in!" Uh. Well, I thought it was gonna be Slappy at first. And I was like, "So he went from well, yeah, like, that's
0: what they wanted you to think." He
1: went from kicking Hayden Christensen across the room to like not being able to open up a door that a seven-year-old girl is trying to close. Like, eh, whatever, but it wasn't yeah. him anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter.
0: Yeah, it was just this very weak. 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Katie updates Jillian on the situation and then they both run out of the room but not before Katie grabs Mary Ellen. We see Slappy inside of an air vent watching his beloved leaving the room. Jillian runs past the bathroom telling Harrison to stay put. He yells out Yeah, where am I gonna go? The girls get downstairs and somehow Slappy is already right down there waiting for them. Yeah. He tells them, it's my wedding day and I want my Bride. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're good Slappy Lappers. <laughs> they run away, but Slappy teleports in front of them, yelling, Fucking My teleports. Bride! My Bride! 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 bride. Hands! Hands! <laughs>
1: um, yeah, t- so Slappy can teleport, you guys. I didn't know if you knew that, because I didn't, and I was like, oh, okay. New teleporting It's no, Just but. an
0: interesting little, little plot twist.
1: Yeah, Ron Oliver loves it once people teleport, and, and dolls cool stuff.
0: They quickly go into the basement. Jillian struggles to close the door with Slappy holding on to it. She really, uh...
1: She's not very strong.
0: Hit the gym, Jillian. uh,
1: (laughs) She needs to contact Jillian Michaels.
0: She needs to go to aerobics with her mom. (laughs) Oh,
1: God. She's still at aerobics,
0: yeah. (laughs) It's been like 10 hours. (laughs) Jillian tries to open a window to escape, but she needs Katie's help. Because it's just... She's too too powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Katie says Mary Ellen won't let her help. Oh, Lord. Jillian is sick of this shit, and she picks Mary Ellen up and says, I'm so sick of this dumb doll. Then, here we go, Cortland.
1: I mean, the part we all expect, yes.
0: A voice says, Who you calling dumb, ugly? Damn. We get a close-up on... You get a close-up on Mary Ellen's face, and her mouth moves as she talks, which looks terrifying. Yeah. Now, let's just say, like, Mary Ellen, her face is, like, 95% eyes. Yep. And she looks freaky even when she's not alive. Yeah. They did a good job on her prop. Jillian throws the doll and moves away. Mary Ellen stands up like a baby gazelle, and Katie <laughs> tells Jillian... <sighs> yeah. Mary Ellen said if I don't do what she says... She'll hurt mom and dad, or you. And when she saw Slappy at the show, she fell in love.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Mary Ellen then says... The best line of the episode. And what Mary Ellen wants, Mary Ellen gets. <laughs> I'm getting my Slappy. <laughs>
1: I love it. What so Mary Ellen wants, oh. Mary Ellen
0: gets. <laughs>
1: That's great. <laughs> Uh, I love it when people refer to themselves in the third person. <laughs> I think it's great.
0: Yeah. It's charming. To a point.
1: Yeah, except that one is being said by a really
0: fucking creepy doll. But <laughs> Jillian runs to another window and opens it. But as soon as she does, Slappy pops his face in. He comes into the basement, and Mary Ellen slowly jiggles her way, <laughs> way over to him. <laughs> I <love that>. So <laughs> Mary Ellen... Mary Ellen's, like, not a ventriloquist dummy. She's just, like, a normal doll. Yeah. And her prop just kind of, like... I, I guess it's, like, hung from fishing line or something.
1: Yeah, it just kind of sways and yeah. moves It's, awkwardly. like, slightly...
0: Um, what's the what's the one you use with the, the marionette? Slappy says to the girls that he brought a ring for his bride. He pulls out the girl's mom's ring. And Mary Ellen goes to Slappy and says, Oh, Slappy, I'm ready to be your bride. I love her voice. Yeah, it's good. It's like slightly Harley Quinn-esque.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it reminds me a little bit of the girl that does the voice of Tommy Pickles. You know, a little kind of bit. Okay. It's not her, Mm. but...
0: No, they wish. (laughs) Slappy slaps Mary Ellen out of the way (laughs) and says, What? You... I don't want any of that trash. <laughs> I want Katie. <gasps> oh, yeah. I, I want say. her to be my slave forever. God, he just is obsessed with slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I gotta say, like,
1: I I kind of didn't see that coming a little bit because the way that the camera works when Slappy's looking at the audience of children,
0: mm-hmm. Katie is
1: in frame when it wants you to look at Mary Ellen, and uh, I thought it was done really well. I didn't expect it.
0: Yeah, they they pull it off because Mary Ellen is kind of always with Katie. So when he's like, "I want my bride," you just assume he wants the doll because why would he want a seven year old girl? Yeah, but uh, no, he just he wants that little girl, and he's gonna get, get her.
1: Yup, he's got the ring and everything. Like he can't resist
0: slavery and child exploitation. That's uh, that's <laughs> Slappy's bag, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, when you think about it, that's what he's always done.
0: <laughs> yes. He's a villain, folks. <laughs> Mary Ellen is like, What? After all I've done for you, this is the thanks I get. You're an old, rotten piece of wood. What has she done for Slappy? She tried maybe uh,
1: to get him to sleep in the room instead of yeah, the basement, and that that's is it. A,
0: that's everything.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Mary Ellen pushes Slappy down, and then they have a slow-motion fight on the oh, stairs. man.
1: Yeah, about a... a th- three to six frame per second fight.
0: Yeah, it's very slow. I'm assuming because it would look terrible normal speed because Mary Ellen's just kind of flopping around.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Mary Ellen really drags this fight scene down a bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Jillian watches the fight for a while. Then she gets an idea. She runs over to the power box and flips the switch. The lights come on, but also the table saw for some reason.
1: Yeah, um, I got a problem with that. So... That saw must have been on the entire time, then, right? When Slappy yanked down the power. Sure. So, dad just left his saw on in the basement with his children yeah. alone.
0: Mm hmm. Okay. I'm not mind. seeing the problem. No problems. Here. Nope. You're good. <laughs> it saves time for when he comes home. It's just ready to go for Birdhouse <laughs> <just ready> to <laughs> number 32.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: He's like, Gotta keep this saw you know, fresh. Table and saws. I <laughs> so need to warm up. You gotta preheat the table saw. You just.
1: Uh, You know what? Here's the thing, Brandon. I've never really used a table saw before, so that could be true, right? I mean, Dad would know. He's made the world record amount of birdhouses. I'm sure
0: R.L. did his research. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Mary Ellen and Slappy fight some more, and they both fall down onto the blade. Nice.
1: I wish we could see more of it, because we
0: don't. Yeah, we don't see what happens at all. But we do see scraps of clothing and sawdust rain down like confetti. <laughs> On the ground, we see a pile of limbs. Then, gross shit gets wild. Tell me more. Two green apparitions of Slappy and Mary Ellen come out of the doll's bodies and float in the air. They both start flying around a while, and they both laugh. It's funny stuff. They eventually dissipate and Katie asks if it's over. Jillian assures her that it is, Absolutely. then picks up Mom's wedding ring with a huge smile. Katie says, I'm getting too old for dolls.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Back upstairs, Jillian tells her sister, but what I'm worried about is, the amazing Jimmy said that Slappy spirit couldn't be destroyed, so where is it now? The front door opens, and the kids gasp loudly. Mm-hmm. But they breathe a sigh of relief as they see Mom and Dad walk in. From couples counseling, I'm assuming. Yes, probably. Mom asks them if something is wrong, and they both say no. But then there's loud knocking from upstairs. It's Harrison, still locked in the bathroom. Dad says, what is Harrison doing in our bathroom? As he marches upstairs. Yeah, okay. Dad unlocks the door, and Harrison is at the sink, facing away from them. He slowly turns around. No, he doesn't. He doesn't slowly. He whips himself around. He very, very slowly turns around <laughs> over the course of several minutes. <laughs> to pan out the episode. <laughs> and he's got goddamn doll eyes, Cortland.
1: <laughs>
0: he looks like fucking Judge Doom at the end of Roger Rabbit. Yes, it
1: does. Oh, my God. I fucking love it. What the fuck is happening? <laughs>
0: He says in he Slappy's Hi voice, here and then he laughs. And mom and dad are like, what the fuck is happening? They're like, yeah, we missed a bit of context for this scene.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's the end of the episode? Right? Yeah.
0: That's the end. Done. Wow. Well, I got a question. I got okay. I
1: don't, I
0: don't know how you have any, but go for it. <laughs> yeah. It wrapped up everything in a nice little bow. Um... <laughs> Slappy Slappy died from the table saw. Yeah. And his his spirit went into the sky and then decided to come back in Harrison.
1: Yeah, he went up the ventilation so, systems.
0: I guess his his power or whatever is that he can just put his soul in anything. Sure. But Slappy was destroyed in the last episode. Was there just a backup Slappy body somewhere that he went into? Yes. That's the only explanation.
1: He was destroyed in the previous two episodes, so there is at least three Slappy Dummy bodies for him to go to.
0: But at least in the second one, when they find Slappy, he's broken from the first one, and they fix it. Oh, true, yeah. This time, he's just Slappy again. Yeah. Why would he keep going into Dummy bodies anyway if he can just be people?
1: (laughs) He doesn't want to be people. He wants to be a dummy. I don't know. I
0: want to be a dummy.
1: I I don't know, man. I mean, presumably in the third one, he went into Hayden Christensen's body, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Hayden
1: Christensen's dead now, unfortunately. And Slappy went into a new Slappy. And now he went into a Harrison.
0: Yeah. And Harrison's dead.
1: Oh, rest in peace.
0: Wow. What did you think of this episode, Cortland?
1: I thought it was okay. I think it's probably the second best dummy episode. And that's probably mostly because Ron Oliver is back in charge with it.
0: It's probably mostly because it's one episode. That, and that, not that definitely two helps. parts.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't think it was bad. A little bit boring here and there. I wish Slappy did a little bit more to like torment the family because that's the best part of Slappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really, really wanted him to destroy Dad's birdhouses and the Dad be like, "What the fuck?" But who
0: destroyed my fucking birdhouses? Never get the record. Now
1: we got that downgrade of him like ruining that painting with uh with red paint to him just mm-hmm. like harmlessly writing on a mirror so
0: <laughs> yeah that's kindergarten shit slappy yeah
1: a little bit of a downgrade not a lot of uh really big uh like like zingers from slappy you know nobody got called booga brains hey i'm sorry i know this easy on the right. i get it
0: yeah so i know slappy's iconic mm-hmm. and this may be a hot take but like it's enough it's enough slappy well it was I enough can't... last time
1: Yeah, I didn't expect Bride of the Living Dummy to be, like, I didn't think we were going to get three different Slappy episodes, but here we are, reviewing our third episode of Slappy. It
0: it was okay, and uh, it had a good twist, because, Mm. you know, you really wouldn't expect him to be lusting after this young girl,
1: but... Gross, Brandon.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's Slappy!
1: Hey, Arlstein wrote it, okay?
0: (laughs) Okay. Let's not go there. Okay,
1: yeah, he's going to sue us for sure.
0: So, yeah, fantastic episode, 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. stuff. It was fine. Not my favorite um,
1: episode, not not the worst for sure, though. Yeah,
0: I'd give it a solid 7.1.
1: Is that what IMDB gave it?
0: Yes, sir. All
1: right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, Cortland, do you want to meet the people of this episode? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to start out with Jillian because she's the main character. Okay. And she is played by uh, Adrienne Benadier. And we don't have to say too much about her, both because we've already seen her before mm-hmm, and she because did. she's done almost nothing.
1: Right, right. Yeah, she was Stephanie in The the Headless Ghost. So, yeah, yes. we, we got, to, got to know her a little bit there. She was good in
0: that. She's good in this.
1: Yeah, she's fine.
0: No complaints. Next. Next, we have Katie, played by Sophie Bennett. And Sophie... She was in a few things. She's got 15 credits on IMDb. Nice. Uh her first role was in 1996, something called Critical Choices. I don't know what that is, but we've already seen her as well, although you wouldn't recognize her.
1: Yeah, you're right. She
0: was in A Night in Terror Tower, both parts as Medieval Girl, which I wouldn't be able to point her out.
1: She was just one of the like dirty people when um yeah, just in the yeah, the main character went the Village. Can't remember the main character's name, but um, when she went in the village, yeah. Sure. She went back in time. But
0: I'd say it uh, looks like her most famous role, or at least longest lasting one, is uh, from a TV series, The Saddle Club, where she played Stephanie. Oh, right. Everybody knows of The Saddle Club. I have some Saddle Club books, not... 20 feet from me right now. No, I am not.
1: You're not joking? Okay. Not at all. I didn't think you were, but then I thought maybe a little bit, but no.
0: No. I don't joke about Saddle Club, man. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Next, we have Jimmy, played by Wayne Robson. So Wayne Robson, he
1: looks so incredibly familiar to me, but Mm -hmm. I don't know what from. Okay. Oh, I think it might be Cube. I think it might be Cube.
0: He was in Cube, yes. I recognize him from the Red Green show where he That's played Mike.
1: Right. OK, okay. Um, I do want to say first and foremost, like rest in peace, Wayne, unfortunately mm-hmm. passed away um, in 2011. so at the yeah. young age of 64, the poor guy.
0: yeah, he was in a lot of things though. He has 164 credits on IMDB, going all the way back to 1971. What a year. He's in a lot of stuff. Littlest Hobo. Little
1: well, baby back then.
0: He was in Maniac Mansion.
1: He was in Chasing Rainbows.
0: The Ray Bradbury Theater. An episode of that's The Twilight an Zone from the 80s. Robocop. Highlander, the animated series. Neverending Story, the series. Eerie Indiana. Psy nice. Factor Chronicles of the Paranormal. Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> Angela Anaconda. No, was he? 16 episodes, homie. Damn, all right. I didn't know he
1: was of Angela Anaconda alum.
0: Yeah, he's cool.
1: He is. Like Next,
0: him. we have Harrison, who's played by Michael Volans. Yeah. And we'll just say right at the top, rest in peace to Michael Vollins, who very unfortunately passed away just this year in February at the age of 37.
1: Yeah, rest in peace, Michael.
0: That is a shame.
1: Right? I always say... Look, we don't come across many um, child actors that have passed away. The one that really stands out in my mind is the kid from The Tale of the Fire Ghost. And uh, I always hate to see it.
0: Michael has nine credits on IMDb, so I'm just going to list them all.
1: Do it. He deserves, yes.
0: His first role was in 1995 in a little movie called (gasps) It Takes Two.
1: And do you have one of those books right next to you too, Brandon?
0: I wish. I love that movie. (laughs) Steve The Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen classic.
1: Kirsty Alley.
0: Yeah.
1: Is this basically... Um, what's it Parent called? Trap? Yeah, is this basically the Parent Trap? I don't know if I've ever seen It Takes Two.
0: Yeah, it's exactly the Parent Trap. Okay. Except they aren't like a divorced couple. It's two strangers.
1: <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Stakes are even higher, I guess. <laughs>
0: yes. His next role was a TV movie called Radiant City, where he plays Butch. He was next in Fly Away Home. He was in Bogus. I remember Fly Away Home. Yeah, me too. He was in I'll Be Home for Christmas. He was in an episode of Eerie Indiana, The Other Dimension. Mm -hmm. He was in the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking, Philadelphia Phenomenon as Jeffrey.
1: Who was in that? Tony Danza?
0: I can't remember.
1: Yeah, it is. It's Tony Danza.
0: That's one I definitely didn't see. But yeah, you're right. Tony Danza. And his final role was in 1998, where he was in the Norm MacDonald classic, Dirty Work, where he played Derek at 10 years old. Hmm. And that's Norm MacDonald, too. Yeah, rest in peace, like literally everyone we've mentioned in this episode.
1: Except for those that are still alive.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) pre-rest in peace. (laughs) Wow, all right. (laughs) Yeah, It's happening. It's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So last we have, you know, the parents. They weren't in it very much, but I'll mention them anyway. Connie Zinman was played by Karen Waddell, and she was in some things. She's got 29 credits. Yep. First role in 1993, Street Legal. She was in Butterbox Babies. Butterbox Babies. She was in two episodes of Forever Night. Nice. She was in Half-Baked as Record Store Customer. My favorite. And then her most recent role is a TV movie called Cooking Up Love.
1: That sounds like a Hallmark Channel original movie if I've ever heard one.
0: Definitely. And Dad was played by Philip Shepard. Philip does not have an IMDb picture, but he's got twenty six credits. Mm-hmm. His first role was in nineteen eighty five, where he played a drama teacher in something called Timing.
1: <sighs> Gotta look at that. Never mind; uh, it has no information whatsoever. <laughs> Next,
0: <laughs> he was in uh, a Spawn video game. He was oh, okay. in okay TV series called Relic Hunter i think i've heard of before sure he was in a tv series called being erica and his last role was in the tv series air crash investigation
1: that's oh well why don't we do the voice of mary ellen too
0: all right well mary ellen was voiced by jules giselle who
1: uh i love this brandon i looked at hers and i saw she went from doing this episode of goosebumps because that was her first credit and then she did a voice in Skies of Arcadia, like one of Whoa, your favorite. I love that games. game. Yeah,
0: the game's not a lemon at all. It's great.
1: All oh, right. And then she went on to voice Knights from uh, Wow the, the Wii version of like the sequel to Knights, which I don't think anybody knows what I'm talking about. So <laughs> nope, we'll just kind of move on.
0: Classic Why? Sonic. Hold on, hold classic on. Classic Sega character. She Knights. was in
1: RL Stein Story Club, which was the uh, is the RL Stein podcast.
0: Wow. Do you think yeah. she was like, do you remember me, RL? I think she was, yes. I was Mary Ellen.
1: I was Mary Ellen. Or however I... Remember this? (laughs) A little of us. (laughs) Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Cool. That's everybody from this episode. Done and done. All right. Well, now we get to the part of the episode where we discuss the moral of the episode.
1: I think the moral of the story, Brandon, pretty easy one. If you have a child that is talking to a doll and says things like this doll won't let me do this, or this doll wants me to murder my family. You ignore it, okay? Yeah. First and foremost, not. ignore it. Say stuff like, Katie, you're stupid. Quit talking to dolls. You're an idiot. It really gets yeah. the job done.
0: It's just too much trouble, too much hassle.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Uh I think maybe don't marry children. Mm, that's a good one, yeah. Uh
1: Eat more pizza.
0: <laughs> eat more pizza?
1: Yep, that's what I got out of the story.
0: You know what the moral of the story is, going? What? Don't worry, be slappy.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, you're right. Never
0: mind. Done. 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 Nothing all can right. beat that. <laughs> okay. So, what? What do you think could be a better name for this episode other than Bride of the Dummy?
1: I think it's a pretty good uh, name of the episode. You know, it's very evocative of Bride of Frankenstein, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. But. That's what they
1: want. Uh, also, it's kind of the main point of the story, I guess is that he wants a bride for some reason, <laughs> yeah I don't know it why. doesn't it doesn't mention which one it is, no, he never wanted a bride before.
0: <laughs> no, um, he just yeah. wanted slaves, yeah,
1: and essentially he just wants a slave too. It's just a a bride I don't know. let me see what are we talking oh, yeah, alternate, didn't we have a good one in there? I thought I was like, oh, it's gonna be that and now I don't remember what it was.
0: I don't know. I have nothing
1: <laughs> a memory of an idiot is what I got. Uh, i think from... <laughs> i got nothing uh the alternate title here uh mary ellen says
0: Ooh, that is actually good
1: right i'm amazing i should write children's horror stories wow. Self- okay. self-publicated on amazon
0: <laughs> both because i can't come up with anything better and because that's the best answer we'll just go with that
1: okay whatever what's next i, Brandon? I will say <laughs> okay oh, this
0: episode originally aired on valentine's day
1: oh the perfect love story
0: between a doll and a child. Oh <laughs> Lord. All right. Well, that that's it for Bride of the Living Dummy. Okay. Let's talk about what we're doing next week. What
1: is it going to be?
0: Cortland, next week we have a little episode called... This is, uh, this is a dumb one. Okay, next week we course. have yep. an episode called Strained Peas. All right. Yeah. What could this possibly be about? if this isn't i'm gonna tell you right now there's no there's no cover it's another one of these another short short story
1: okay Okay. i mean i would expect nothing less of with a title called strange peace uh if this isn't a sequel to an old story where they have to like re like unbabify the brother from an old story i'm gonna be upset so i I already know i'm gonna be upset because that can't possibly be what it is uh yeah there's gonna be a baby for sure in this one uh maybe it'll be a mary kate and ashley olsen kind of deal you know, full house. Mm-hmm. and okay. uh, I can get on board I, with that. I, I don't know. I don't. There's a kid, and he has. There's a baby in the family, and he hates the baby, so he tries to age it up instead of age it down. I don't know. I don't fucking know, Brandon. It's strained peas. It's gonna be dumb. <laughs> it's. Gonna,
0: it's gonna be dumb, and there's a baby involved. That's that's uh, all you need to know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's not very exciting. Yeah.
1: Whatever. That's next week.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I have a week to prepare my body for fucking strained peas. God.
0: All right. I'll talk to you next week. All right. We've been up all night. Bye, everybody. Bye.